The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent, and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CPA Reviewed. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas, by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many. Happy Friday to you. Today is Friday, April 28th, 2017. On today's show, we are locked and loaded. I am three podcasts behind, so consequently, I'm going to jam three podcasts worth of material into one. We have over 30 questions. So let's get to it. Andrew writes in, I'm about to begin studying for the CPA and I just received my NTS for FAR. I'm planning to use the 10-point combo and have a few questions. One, will there be any updates to the Ninja book and or notes this year for any of the sections? The Ninja book and the notes and the materials are already up to date. Question two, I am one of those people who are terrible at taking notes. Do you know if people have had good results with copying the Ninja notes word for word? Yes, some people just don't like to take notes, and so they copy the Ninja notes. I know one one guy that I conversed with recently. He he passed all four sections of the CPA exam, I believe, on the first try, and used Ninja materials, and he copied the Ninja notes five times. So that might be excessive, but it worked for him. And finally, I'm trying to figure out a rough eight-week study schedule for how to use the Ninja Framework for FAR. Could you let me know what you think of the plan below and if there's anything you would tweak or change? So let's run through it. This is an eight-week plan from Andrew. Weeks one through four, read the entire Ninja book, copy the Ninja notes, listen to Ninja audio. Week five, review notes, Ninja MCQ and Sims, listen to Ninja audio. Week six, review notes, Ninja MCQ and Sims, Listen, listen to Ninja Audio and look at Ninja Blitz and Plus. And then the same thing for week seven. And then finally week eight, review notes, Ninja MCQ and Sims. Listen to the Ninja Audio. That is a, in my mind, Andrew, a perfect study plan. The only thing I might change is if you can find time to rewrite the notes, maybe um, before, like sometime in week six, but... Other than that, that is a perfect study plan. So week one through four, Ninja book. Copy the Ninja notes, listen to the Ninja audio. So like whenever you're in your car, Ninja audio. At the gym, Ninja audio. Week five, review your notes. And this is when you jump into the MCQ and Sims and then listen to the Ninja audio everywhere you go. Week six, Ninja MCQ and Sims, Ninja audio, start Ninja Blitz, Ninja Plus, Week seven, oh, you actually said it in week seven. Rewrite your Ninja notes. Ninja MCQ and Sims, listen to Ninja Audio, look at Ninja Blitz and Plus. Yes, that is a perfect study plan, Andrew, in my opinion. Andrea says, I'm currently looking into taking a business ethics summer class online from any college to meet the Illinois requirements. Any recommendations on what college I can take this from? Any cheap ideas? Andrea, number one. I would, I would go to the another71.com forum and enter the search box. There's probably been hundreds of posts about this 
very topic. Once you nail down one of the online courses that people have used and recommended, then contact the Illinois Board of Accountancy and ask them if this meets their requirement. That's what I would do. Nida says, looking for help or guidance in the following. Is it possible to pass the CPA exam during the following times? Start studying August through November 2017. So pass all four in three months. Is that three months? Yeah, it's three months. Uh, certainly possible. Uh, so there's only, let's say, 30% of people who pass the CPA exam the first time. And I don't know what the statistics are on people who pass in three months, but it's extremely low. And uh, so, yeah, it is possible. But <clears throat> how many hours for each, each section is needed? Please indicate the hours as though the person does not have any financial background. I don't really think that matters as much. Um, I would say 120 to 130 hours per section on average. Studying 20 to 25 hours a week. And finally, Nida says, should I register for all, for all four parts at once? If no, why not? I would not because your average NTS maybe lasts six months depending on the jurisdiction. And so if you get into a jam and need to retake two of them, your other two are going to fall off and you're going to cost yourself some money. So I think if you, if you register for two at a time, I think you will be out only the additional registration fee each time. That's what I would do. I would register for two at a time. Malik writes in, I bought the 10-point combo for auditing, but I don't know how to start. Could you please tell me what is the best way to study the materials? Do I start with the books and audio or what? Also, do I need to do the MCQ on a daily basis? I'm planning to take the exam eight weeks from now. Um, let's go back to Andrew's question a minute ago his study plan, which is, I think, perfect. Week one through four, Ninja book, write the, uh, copy the Ninja notes, listen to the Ninja audio. Week five, review your notes, Ninja MCQ and Sims, listen to the Ninja audio. Week six, review your notes, Ninja MCQ and Sims, listen to the Ninja audio. So basically the whole time you're listening to the Ninja audio, the whole time you're reading the notes, it's just that you, <clears throat> you, you finish the book and then you jump into the MCQ. You don't do the MCQ from the beginning. And then week seven, you review, jump into Ninja Blitz and Ninja Plus. Week eight, keep reviewing your notes, keep listening to the Ninja Audio, and keep hammering out your Ninja MCQ and Sims. I think Andrew is, Andrew's plan is going to become my new favorite plan. I hope that's helpful. Jumping into the forum, if you have a question for Ask Jeff, not only can you go to the to another71.com at the top of the page, click Ask Jeff. You can also go to the another71.com forum and post your question there, and I will reply there as well. So jumping into the forum, JM Anderson 21 says, Hey Jeff, I need some good study tips for the FAR section. My exam is on May 31st, 2017, using Becker. I find it hard to pay attention and take notes during lectures. Should I even take any or just read the notes the instructors insert? Also, are there any tips on how to best go about remembering everything? Please help. All right. Well, it's hard to pay attention because you need to be doing some active learning. If you just stay, stare at the screen, 
you're going to be wishing, <laughs> you're going to start multitasking and your brain can't study for the CPA exam and read Facebook at the same time. So don't do that. But you need to, so write, taking notes, not only does it help you to retain the information, it also helps you to pass the time. So if you're having a hard time paying attention and studying, I understand the CPA exam is extremely boring. So what you should do, take notes. And that is my number one piece of advice. If you're struggling with wanting to study because it's horrible, take notes. CPA Matt says, hello, Jeff. Thank you for doing what you do. I'm a little past two weeks doing multiple choice for regulation and things are in the early stages of coming together. I want to give myself the best chance. My main concern is balancing my time come exam day. Would you be able to give us a breakdown of how long we should take on each section before we end up needing to play catch up? So Matt means each section within regulation. Well, regulation is 60-40 tax to business law, give or take. And you like it takes what it takes. <laughs> How's that for a pithy quote? It takes what it takes. You can't you can't just skip over a section because you're short on time. You need to you can't sacrifice agency law. You need to sacrifice some free time instead. The material is what it is what it is. <laughs> See how many cliches I can throw in here. It is what it is. You need to you need to give each section of regulation it's due. So get through it, take notes, study it. If you have to shortchange anything, shortchange your free time, shortchange the extras in life, but the you have to get through all of the material. And so there, there really isn't a budget on how long to take for each section. The, the budget is it's going to take this long, so I need to get weed some things out of my life for a short period of time so I can get through all of it. L.A. Washington says, I purchased the 10-point combo last year prior to the exam changing. I had to discontinue my studying temporarily, and I'm ready to proceed. Do we pay for updates, and how are updates received? Updates are free, so you can go, if you email support at another71.com, we will send you your free updates on the 10-point combo. Lovely Linda on the forum says, I would like to take two parts this window. Which two parts would you recommend giving the change in the exam? I've taken the old version before and plan on taking some time off to knock two out of this window. Knock out two this window. Well, the window has about one month left. And I would definitely get through BEC this window. And the reason for that is all of the BEC SIMs are going to be pretest, And so who knows? I mean, who knows what SIMs you will get for BEC, but if it were me, I would rather be one of the guinea pigs so that, so that, um, you know, maybe you, maybe you struggle with the SIM. Maybe it ends up being pretest. I think that works to your advantage. I don't have any data on that. It's just purely anecdotal shooting it from the hip my gut instinct. I would take BEC first. 
And I'm always a proponent of <clears throat> knocking out far as early in the process as possible due to the 18-month window. I don't know if you'll have time to knock out two this testing window. Uh, <clears throat> if you're going to knock out two in one testing window, BEC and auditing is a great choice. I think you can pass auditing in two weeks if you have to. Sally CPA says, Hey Jeff, thank you for your help. Do you think that the AICPA will be trying to extend the 18-month rule for the three months throughout all of the states within the next year? If I were a betting man, I would say no. Because I, I think that there are certain things that the AICPA board are willing to give on the 18-month window. I, I don't have any particular insight on this. And it's completely up to them. But if I had to guess, I would say <clears throat> that they would say 18 months is enough time to pass the CPA exam. And if you can't pass in 18 months, then there's not anything wrong with our standards or rules. It has to do with your exam prep. And they might be right. And, of course, this comes from someone who lost FAR credit, their FAR credit, due to the 18-month rule window. So window rule. And, but if I had to guess, I would say the AICPA is not going to extend the 18 month rule, but fingers crossed. You never know. Brian says about the 10 point combo for far in the middle of last year, has there been an, an update on the book since then? Yeah. The, the April, 2017 changes for far means that some sections were taken out of it. Like Liquidation basis financial statements. Those have been taken out. Stuff like that. But yes, the Ninja book is updated for FAR, as I'm sure all of your CPA review books are updated. The big update is that a lot of the material or some of the sections had some material some material removed. There were no additional concepts added. Silky says, Hi, Jeff. I'm so confused about my auditing exam. I have scheduled my auditing exam for May 11th. My NTS is expiring that day, and I'm not yet 25% through my syllabus. I'm working a full-time job at 16 hours, or we're going a part-time job at 16 hours a week. Please suggest what I should do. Should I take it on the 11th and wait for the result in August, or should I cancel it and wait and waste my $250 and reschedule it for September? P.S. My regulation will expire the 14th of January, 2018. Uh, take it. Yeah. Don't wait till don't absolutely do not wait till September. Yeah. Take it now. And because I mean, it's a $250 discussion. So if you take it and fail, it's going to cost you 250 bucks. But I mean, you know, May to September, some spidey math, carry the two that's four months. So you don't want to wait four months. Take it now. Luigi, or take it in May. Luigi writes in, Hi Jeff, will this be my, this will be my first exam? I have a few questions. Is the Ninja CPA review all that I need to pass the exam? Or do I need an, an additional test tool? Uh, yes, Ninja is all that you need to pass the CPA exam. It has the videos, books, notes, MCQ, simulations, audit, or audit, <laughs> audio, um, it has everything that you need to pass the CPA exam and people pass all the time 
using only Ninja. Yolanda says, hi, Jeff. This is a question on long-term studying, and I'd really appreciate your input. Here's my situation. In the fall, I began a master's in accounting program. I have a BS in economics. I would like to take sections of the CPA exam as I go through my master's program, which will be complete in about a year and a half. So I figure so I, figure I would have the financial reporting, maybe non-governmental and non-profit accounting done by the end of the year. I'm planning on using Glime and Ninja. I really want to overstudy to give myself a shot at the Elijah Watt Sells Award. Should, should I begin studying using Glime now, even before my master's program begins, or do you suggest I focus on my master's classes and then start taking the exam in the last semester, even, even at, or even after I graduate from my master's program? Okay, two things. The Elijah Watt Sells Award, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing if you can get it. I think like 90 people out of 90,000, so something like 90,000 people take the exam every year and like 50 to 90 people win the EWS award. Last time I, last time I looked, <sighs> off the top of my head, I can't do that math. It's like, is it 0.1%? It doesn't feel like 1%. Anyway, that's embarrassing. Um, so it's great if you win it, but like the CPA exam is stressful enough and the masters of accounting deal, that's stressful. Don't <laughs> don't add the EWS award on top of it. Like if you get it, that's gravy, okay? And an amazing accomplishment, but uh, if it were me, I would not study I would not start studying for the CPA exam until after I was done with my masters of accounting curriculum and passed that. Finish the masters Starting the CPA exam. Alma says, can I retake regulation? My next testing window, if I take it, this testing window, but don't get my results until the middle of August. No, you cannot. If the answer is no, <laughs> I have to wait until I get my August results. How is that fair? I'm basically getting to lose an entire testing window to take the test and I'm close to losing my audit credit. <clears throat> It's not fair, and um, that's how it goes. So there's nothing that CPA exam candidates can do about it. While it's not any fun for CPA candidates, I do understand why the AICPA is waiting until August. So I, I do understand, but it's not definitely not ideal. Amon says, hello, sir. <clears throat> I have already passed. BEC and regulation. Unfortunately, I am able. I am unable to clear auditing and FAR. I have failed three times in, in auditing, and the maximum score was just fifty-five. Please help me, otherwise my score will expire soon. I don't know what to do. I always find the task-based simulations challenging, and always fail to answer them in spite of knowing the concepts. In FAR, I got a sixty-three on my first on my first attempt. I am on the verge of quitting. Um, Amon, don't quit. So first, let me challenge you. I don't believe that you know the concepts. So don't quit because you're not giving yourself <clears throat> a fair shot here. So 
there's something going on here to where you're not studying effectively. So what I would do is download my free CPA exam survival guide, go through how to study and compare that to what you're doing and make changes. And just conceptual. So it's not the task-based simulations that are causing you to fail. It's your lack of conceptual understanding. And Hey, that's normal. I mean, there, there are a lot of people who are scoring the fifties and sixties. They really just need to either study or study differently. And so maybe they're not, maybe, maybe they're unwilling to spend the money and get the right materials. Or maybe they have the right materials and they're not studying with it correctly. Or maybe the, maybe they have the right, or maybe the materials are not right for them. So they bought a video lecture with a talking head that is just reading out the book. Well, maybe that's not effective. Maybe, maybe they need to read the book themselves. Or maybe they only have a book and they would feel better if they had someone read the book to them, like some courses do. So maybe your course isn't matching your learning style. It's really hard to know. But don't quit. Download the CPA exam survival guide. You'll be all right. <clears throat> Gary says, Hey Jeff, I'm, I'm pursuing a master's of accounting five-year program at Penn state. I will be interning with PwC in New York city this summer, starting in June. And my summer break starts May 5th, May 6th. I have this ambition, more likely a hope to start studying and pass the exam. Um, and take regulation only before the start date of my internship. Once the break starts, I can put in at least eight hours, but until the break, I can only put up four hours. I will get a free Becker class once I get my full-time offer from PwC, but I wanted to start ahead and get at least one of my exams done. So also I've watched your videos explaining about your products and they seem quite appealing to me. So my question is, do you think it's doable if I dedicate more than eight hours a day for a month until my exam using the only, using only the Ninja package. So <clears throat> yes, first, so <laughs> um, starting backwards, yes, you can pass using, um, using only the Ninja package. And if you're getting another course free, hey, why not? <laughs> of course, I'd love for you to buy the Ninja package. Um, you graduate with your master's of accounting and you're starting your internship. If it were me, and I guess, so if I were in your shoes, I know, I know wanting to just wanting to get started and get on with your life and start taking steps to bettering yourself. I understand that. I also, I also know how stressful work and how stressful studying for the CPA exam is going to be. And like three months into your internship or <laughs> once you get your full-time offer, you will look back and wish that you had that month of break just to do nothing and chill. And you'll be like, why in the world did I start studying for regulation when I could have been taking road trips? So let me help you out. Take road trips don't start studying for the CPA exam until you start your internship and 
life begins. So enjoy life until your internship. Plenty of time for adult stuff later on. <laughs> enjoy, it, enjoy it while it lasts. I'm going to butcher this name. Nikunj says, Hi Jeff, I gave two exams in auditing and FAR in January but didn't pass. My scores were 68 and 69 respectively. My MCQ had excellent scores. However, my TBS were not up to the mark. Could you please suggest something on how to improve in the task-based simulations? And also concerning the new exam technique, how should I prepare? I have two plans, either appear in May, at the end of May, or at the beginning of July. Which would you prefer? Uh, so it's the age-old question, how do you get better in your simulations? You need to be better in your concepts for the MCQs. You already knew that. I would practice more task-based simulations. But you probably also knew that also. So I, hopefully I'm just reinforcing, you really need to study harder. So, and you also probably knew that as well. Uh, I, would take, I would take auditing at the end of May, and I would take FAR at the beginning of July. A Nebraskan says, hi Jeff, I discovered your product last night before going to bed and I have been listening to your how to study, both general and FAR, the 2017 exam changes and the Ninja Method videos all morning at my desk and I'm interested in purchasing your, purchasing your products so I have a few questions. You mentioned not studying for more than eight weeks for any test but, I'm studying for, but I've been studying for almost three months for FAR. Given my Becker study plan, I will, be done, I will be done on the 10th and the final section by June 18th. This will give me three weeks for review. Minding my previous sections, would you recommend the Ninja Notes? I don't think I'll have time for reading the Ninja book. Or should I power through the lectures and skill sections so I have more than three weeks to apply the Ninja method through the review phase? So... Well, never study more than eight weeks. So it sounds like you are, it sounds like you are going to. Uh, so let me answer it this way. You're using Becker. Should you get the Ninja Notes? Yes. Should you get the Ninja Book? Probably not. If you're using a, I would say no. <clears throat> if you're going to get any, any materials to go with your Becker course, I would get supplementary materials, so things that you can use in, conjunct in conjunction with your Beckham materials like Ninja Notes, Ninja Audio, Ninja MTQ. You already have a book. doesn't sound like you need that. Second question from A. Nebraskan. Would you recommend me rescheduling regulation for September 2nd versus waiting another month? My testing window for FAR and regulation ends shortly after my... September 2nd exam date. Um, I'm not understanding the question. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pass. I'm going to punt. Oh, that makes for a terrible podcast. Third question. Although I'm not married, I do not, um, I guess, 
let me reread it. <laughs> Would you recommend me rescheduling regula- regulation for September 2nd versus waiting another month? Approximately seven weeks with a week break after FAR, given your seven-week study plan. Okay, maybe I should read the whole question. Uh, you take FAR July 5th. That means you can study July and August. I would take, I would take regulation September 2nd. Yes, there, I answered your question. Woo. <laughs> yes, I would not reschedule for October. Don't do it. So... Third question, although I'm not married, I don't want to be completely I don't want to completely shut out my significant other. The first week I work I work eight to four or and was studying from five thirty to nine thirty. Then I was with her from ten o'clock to bedtime where we watch shows. She too was studying for grad school, so I'm not the only one. Anyway, how did you budget study time with you and your wife? That's that's exactly it. You work, you study at night, you sit down and watch some old episodes of The Office until you go to bed, and that's just life and the CPA exam. No way of getting around it. And maybe you take off Friday night and for a date night. So, and then study Saturday and Sunday. All right. I hope that's helpful. Going back to the forum, I'd love a 75 forum username. How do you suggest we allocate time for the new auditing exam? Two hours for MCQ, and two hours for task-based simulations. Uh, the MCQ, it's going to take however long it takes. So it's not as if you are going to budget enough time for the MCQs, and then, oh, I'm out of time for MCQs, and then you're just going to like click C for the remaining 15 questions of your second MCQ testlet. Like, you're, however long they take, that's however long they take. Now, once you pass or once you finish the second testlet of MCQ, then you have to budget the remaining time for your simulations. And this is where I would budget your time. You know that you have eight or whatever um, simulations to get through. Well, you, you can't spend an hour and a half on the first one. <clears throat> so whatever it is, you, you can spend, let's say, 25 minutes. Well, once you get to minute 20 out of that 25, you have to start clicking some things, getting some drop-down menus going, just answering stuff, and moving on. So that's, so once you hit the simulations, that's when the time management on the CPA exam begins. On the MCQs, be quick, but don't hurry, but get her done. Staying with the forum... Adara says, have you ever seen anyone improve their score by in FAR by 22 points from their first try to their first retake? I mega bond. Bond. Yes. If you go to the another71.com forum and um, type in search, type in um, raise my score 20 points, 21 points, 22 points, just keep changing the number, you'll see all sorts of threads throughout the years. Queen CPA says, I plan to take the CMA 1 exam before my final exam, which is FAR. Which which CMA materials are best in your opinion? I believe you are also a CMA. I am not a CMA. 
I may, I may take the exam someday just for kicks and giggles. If you go to the, to the another71.com forum and click on CMA materials, you will see all of the materials that people are using for CMA. There's all sorts of good options. I don't, I don't really have an opinion on any of them, but you'll see what people are using and have had success with. So, um, but I guess one bit, one bit of advice, finish far and then take the CMA, finish the CPA exam and then jump into the CPA exam. No, (laughs) finish the CPA exam and then jump into the CMA exam, but take a big break in between. You will have earned it. Blessed 777 writes in, I really need your help in calculating the AR turnover ratio. Which one should I use in the exam? Net average AR or gross average AR? I see some say net, others say gross. I don't think it matters because I don't think on exam day the AICPA is going to differentiate. Going through the AICPA release questions and the questions in NJMCQ, they don't differentiate. So I don't think it matters for CPA exam purposes anyway. Mo writes in, I failed auditing in March. I tried to squeeze it in before the new test and didn't study all of the material. I now have four weeks left and and I started from scratch. I'm up to the second chapter in my Becker materials. I also bought Ninja MCQ and Ninja Notes. What should my plan of action be? I'm worried that I won't have time to finish all of the material and take notes as I am a slow studier. All right, Mo. I'm 39 and my voice still cracks. All right, that's okay. It's my lot in life. Um, so you need to get through the, through the videos as quickly as possible. So get through all of your Becker materials, all of your Becker videos this weekend. All right. And then switch to the MCQ, spend two weeks on your MCQ and two weeks on your, on your final, well, yeah, a week and a half on your, on your, two weeks on your MCQ, a week and a half on your final review. So, uh, you don't have time to get through all of the videos and take notes. Like you just got to go rapid fire. And if your Becker videos are too long to get through in a weekend, then you might need to switch like Ninja plus or something like that. But, um, you have four weeks because the end of the, the end of the testing window is coming. And so you have three days and then you've got to jump into MCQ. So do not spend the next three weeks working your videos and a week on the MCQ. You will fail. Diana says, hi, Jeff. Even though I have passed auditing and BEC, my credit for auditing expired last October. My credit for BEC will expire at the end of April. I got a 74 in FAR the last time. I requested a rescore, but got the same result. I retook FAR in auditing during January and to March 2017. Got a 72 on both. I'm currently not studying because I basically gave up on it after retaking FAR and getting the 72 and receiving the negative result on the rescore. I put in lots of hours and efforts into these exams. I'm very upset that I was so close and I couldn't make it. I decided to give up and move on because it was devastating. But as you can see, it is still in the back of my mind. I guess I'm not the only one that has been this close. 
I'm reaching out to you to see if you have any words of advice. Okay, so Diana has passed auditing and BEC. And she lost her auditing credit. She's going to lose her BEC credit. Scored a 74 on FAR. And then failed FAR and auditing, auditing again with a 72. Um, but she's also passed regulation. Okay, so at the end of April, Diana, you're going to have three sections to pass again because your BEC score is going to drop off. Uh, because I don't think it's realistic to, realistic to throw a Hail Mary and pass auditing and FAR again. And I think you're just going to waste $500 and a week of your sanity. You know what? Losing a, losing a an, an exam section or multiple exam sections is not the end of the world. I lost my FAR credit. So while I didn't lose three three sections... Like I know the pain of losing at least one section. And you're not the first CPA candidate to ever come across another 71.com who who lost several sections. There was an old poster, um, Angie. She lost a bunch of, que- of sections. And I always felt sorry for her. Um, and seemed like a really nice person on the forum. And um, she didn't give up. And I think it took her three or four years but she passed and she lost exam sections several times. <clears throat> and so what I would do is I would take a break and I would start studying again in July. So just take a breather and don't look at it that you lost three sections, but rather think back to how to how it would be when you first started out. And instead of having to pass four, you only had to pass three because you had one out of the way. So look at it like you passed one instead of you lost three. You have to make this mental shift if you're going to move on because otherwise you are going to um, basically pout throughout your entire CPA exam journey about losing these three sections. You have to let it go. All right, and I'm, I'm not going to uh, break out in uh, Disney song, even though I have a, an eight-year-old daughter who loves Frozen. But you have to let it go, and and count your blessing that you've passed regulation, and then uh, you scored a 74 on, on FAR. Like you know how to pass FAR. You're just this close, okay? I mean, you're not that close right now, but you. You, you know how to pass FAR. You just need to make some tweaks conceptually and restudy. But take a mental break. I would restart in July. Um, if you want to knock out auditing by the end of May, that's a good option too. That way you don't waste an entire testing window. So I hope that's helpful. And I um, just hang in there. You passed regulation. So you'll be all right. Amber says, hi, I purchased the auditing audio and I've decided that I want to do the 10 point combo. Can I purchase it without the audio or get a discount or something? Absolutely. And this goes for anyone who purchases like the notes or the MCQ or the audio and just love it so much that they want to get the 
10 point combo. Just purchase the 10 point combo, email support at another71.com. Say, hey, I purchased the 10 point combo, I upgraded. Will you please refund my redundant purchase? And we will do so. Thank you, Amber. Jordan writes in, hope all is well. I'm currently restudying for BEC after getting a 74 during the last window. My score breakdown showed I was comparable in the multiple choice while weak in the written communication. I'm currently going through the lectures, notes, and multiple choice questions again to ensure that I understand the material. However, I am extremely nervous about the written communication. Is there a format you suggest going by? I know each written communication is different. However, I've been told so many things that at this point, I feel lost. Any help would be appreciated. On the written communication for BEC, if you, if you don't know the answer, and if you know that you're going to have to basically BS your way through it, come up with all the keywords that you can think of that a, that a computer grading it would be looking for. And basically keyword stuff it. Write three or four paragraphs. Have a thesis, a middle, and a conclusion. And like, hopefully that's, that's good enough. I mean, if you don't know how to write a written communication because you don't remember um, price elasticity of demand and its effect on total revenue in, um, you know, in periods of when you when you raise prices or something like that, um, then just keyword stuff it, make it look like a memo, just kind of fake it till you make it. And, and hopefully, hopefully the, um, the computer system at least gives you the computer grading system at least gives you partial credit for it. Some people are not great writers and that's fine. I, I happen to be a, reasonably decent writer. And so I was able to do well on the written communication because I could BS my way through it. And it really helps if you know some good, solid keywords. Colson writes in, why is it that the partnership accounting, formation, basis calculations, etc., are included in the Ninja Notes for FAR? I've already completed the Becker book and lectures and that never came into play. I was wondering if you had any insight that they did not, or if this was just supplemental information that made its way in there. Um, I cannot speak for the Becker book. It's possible that it, it was in there and you missed it. Um, I do know that in FAR, you need to know the the um, the bonus method and the goodwill method for for bringing in a new partner into the partnership and how it affects their capital accounts, etc. So you do need to know partnership accounting for FAR. Muhammad says, I am Muhammad from Egypt and I am preparing to pass all CPA exam parts. I have passed the FAR section and currently I am studying, studying for auditing and regulation. According to my plan, I need to set for both in August of 2017. Could you please give me some tips in studying regulation, especially since I have a full-time job. So you've passed FAR and you're studying for auditing and regulation. You're studying for both in August 2017. So that's always a challenge because studying for two at the same time, that is always tough. Um, doable, but tough. <sighs> regulation. Okay. 
So that is a pretty general question. Muhammad, however you passed FAR, apply that same methodology to regulation. So uh, regulation is very, it's very rules-based, um, whereas like auditing is based on judgment. So how the auditor assesses things determines their substantive procedures and their assessment of risk and how strong internal control is and all that stuff determines a lot of things. Whereas FAR, like, you know, it's very straightforward. It's very rules-based. Regulation, very, like FAR, is very rules-based. And so apply the same methodology to passing FAR that you did for regulation. Uh, so, but you emailed me for some advice, not to tell you stuff that you already knew. <laughs> so it will seem like the tax information is more important than the business law information. And while it is weighted a little heavier, don't sleep on the business law. Don't, don't punt it. Like on, on your exam, it will feel like every other question is a business law question. Don't sleep on the business law section or you will fail and mentally don't weigh it more heavily than the tax section, even though it probably is weighted heavier, like treat it with as much respect and as much fear as you do the tax stuff. So agency law is just as important as, um, understanding gift taxation for, for example. So, um, don't underestimate business law for regulation. Al says, I'm using a massive CPA review book. <laughs> it's one of those big, thick phone books. You, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm thinking about buying your notes. I was reading the book and watching the videos. After each, after each section, I'm taking the section exam. You recommend not taking any exams or MCQs, task-based simulations, um, and only after reading the two giant books to start working the MCQs and tax-based simulations. I'm a, I'm a bit concerned because my books are massive and will probably take me almost six weeks to finish before I can start doing the MCQs, leaving me only two weeks to do the MCQs and task-based simulations. Uh, you need at least two weeks of your MCQs and you at least need one week of your review, which means you need to get through your books in three weeks. Uh, don't do your section exams at the end of each book and you are going to, to budget how many pages that you need to get through in the next three weeks divided by how many hours or, or really how many days you're going to study. And that's X number of pages per day. And you don't go to bed. You don't check Facebook. You don't do anything until you have met your quota of pages for the day. This is why people buy crazy expensive CPA review courses. They can open up a book and tell you what to not, what not to read. Um, or more simply, if you don't want to read a massive phone book, you can just get the ninja book because all of the extra garbage that's thrown into these massive books, is, it's not garbage, but you don't need to know it for exam day. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that is garbage to you. Um, it's already been pulled out for you. So you don't need a crazy expensive review course book. 
But if you're going to stick with your phone book, you have to budget your time and skip the skip the exam questions at the end of each chapter. Do those once you've moved into full time MCQ mode. JSN, Jason, I think this is on the forum. Um, for audit, do you think it would be beneficial to go over? All of the simulations provided provided in Ninja. I know the obvious answer is yes, but wasn't sure if you thought it would be a good idea to devote that much time to all of them. Um, I previously would have said 90% MCQ to 10% simulations. Now I'm saying 80-20 MCQ to Sims and maybe even 70-30 MCQ to Sims. Tayaba. Writes in, I am female and 39 years old. I took BEC on February 13th and failed it with a score of 73. After that, I am so de devastated. and I, know, I don't know how to pick myself up to start studying again. I have a full-time job and two little kids. Please give me some advice. Okay. Failed BEC with the 73. Hey, you're close. Um, clearly, you understand the, the material or, and clearly you're able to pass BEC. It's not, like, it's not like you scored a 43. You scored, uh, I bit my tongue. That's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> always good for a little unintended humor. All right. Let's see if I can continue to speak. So um, <laughs> the easy answer would be, why don't you just edit that out, Jeff? That would be way too much work. Okay. So you took, you failed BEC with a 73. And you're not two point you're not two points away today. You need to go back from the beginning and redo everything you did to get that 73. And then you're conceptually weak in a few areas. Maybe it's cost accounting. A lot of people struggle with financial management. So cost accounting and financial management are two big areas that people struggle with. So if those are your struggles, hit those really hard. Um, continue to use the same course that you're using, assuming that you want to. Then maybe add some supplementary materials or marketing alert, maybe like Ninja Notes or something like that, or some other some other materials if you want. And um, get back in there and study. Um, you have a full time job and two little kids. There are lots of there are lots of women who are in your shoes who work full time and have and have um, children at home. Um, so I, I do know that studying full-time and being a mom is much different than studying full-time and being a dad. Just <laughs> for some reason, us dads just have it easier and um, moms have a bigger workload. And so I get that. And, and so you work full-time, you have a house to manage, and you're a mom to some kids and you have to study. And so um, you are going to have to make some sacrifices that us dads probably don't have to make. And so you might have to study in the morning, like get, get up a little earlier. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you're married, but um, if you are, have your, see if you can have your husband chip in, maybe on a Saturday, go um, just leave like, Whenever you can, leave the house to study. So, um, if you have someone to watch your to watch your kids, 
while you study, leave the house because your brain will only be studying at 50% capacity if you're listening to kids tear stuff up in the kitchen while you're trying to knock out cost accounting. So, um, <clears throat> so physically leave the house if you can, if you have someone to watch your kids while you study. Um, if you can, study at work over your lunch break. And I don't know if you have daycare and stuff to worry about. So you probably can't study at night before you leave for work. But, um, you know, there are some other ways to study with children. Maybe, I mean, as a parent, we always feel guilty, but we put on Netflix and have Netflix be a babysitter. But maybe you can knock out a section of 20 questions while your kids watch... um, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood <laughs> or something like that. You can tell I have a three-year-old. Okay, I hope that's helpful. Chai Jen, I know I butchered that name, apologize, says, I don't know whether the material in Becker changes greatly because of the new CPA exam format or just the direction of the exam or just the direction of the exam changes, but the material in the Becker textbook doesn't change a lot. I'm a little nervous because of the new exam and I have no clue about it. I hope you and your program can help me and help me get through this. Conceptually, the material for the new exam didn't change anything. Uh, if anything else, if anything, they, they pulled some material out. So if your Becker book didn't change a lot, that's to be expected. Um, the concepts didn't change. Really what changed is how it looks on exam day. So you have your two MCQs and then your and your sims and a break and more sims. That's really how it changed. BEC got some sims. But uh, conceptually, pensions are still pensions. And bonds are still bonds. And like, um, there are really so many changes that a CPA review course can make um, because the concepts didn't change at all. So if this changes from your pre-April book to your post-April book... Didn't change all that much. That's to be expected. Yonatan says, is there a list of changes to the 2017 test? Like, I don't care about the structure changes. That's irrelevant. But are there topics that have been removed or added? In my study materials, I'm going over pensions and comparing it to the 2016 materials. They took out the tax effects that must be recognized in comprehensive income for the prior service costs and pensions adjustments and pension Gains. Um, so if, if something on that micro of a level have, have changed, then that would be due to a, a, a pronouncement change, not necessarily because of, of materials that have been pulled out because of, of the April exam changes. So they stopped testing over like liquidation basis, financial statements and some stuff like that. And, um, and so, and like in auditing, some things got moved around the ethics material is still in there, but it got, it got switched around in, in, um, regulation. They stopped testing over negotiable instruments and, and a holder in due course and things like that. And, and so, um, Hopefully your review provider has a list of the changes. People who have the Ninja notes have a list of what the changes are. So, um, 
if you have the Ninja Notes. You can look there. If you don't have the Ninja Notes, this would be a great opportunity for you to get some. <laughs> so, um, but I think, I think for the most part, all of the review providers have done a great job of getting ready for the new April exam changes and having people have their, having their customers ready. And uh, so I hope that's helpful. Ruben writes in, I've taken auditing four times and I've gotten a 73, 74, 74, 73. My Becker subscription is timed out. And I don't want to spend that kind of money again. I signed, up, I signed up to take the test again on May 27th. What would you recommend I purchase from Ninja to study for the next month? If you're not going to use a full review course, I recommend the 10 point combo. Um, of course, it's natural that I would recommend my, I would recommend my, no, my most expensive product. So at a minimum, if you're going to use Ninja as a standalone course, you need Ninja Book, Ninja Notes, Ninja MCQ. And I think the Ninja Audio is helpful, um, especially if you have a commute. Tanvi, Tanvi says, I had, I had purchased Becker two years ago and I could not study or appear for any exams until this year. In February, when I set for BEC, I scored a 69. I'm going to do the Ninja MCQ next when I appear and then jump to FAR, but my subscription expires on May 12th. My question here is, will only the Ninja Audio and MCQ be enough to study from scratch? Uh, Ninja Audio and Ninja MCQ, um, I, would add, I would add Ninja Book to it at a minimum. You're going to study from scratch. <clears throat> so, at a, at a minimum, Ninja Book, Ninja Notes, Ninja MCQ. If you want to add the Ninja Audio as a supplement while you commute, that's great. Um, but for your core materials, Ninja Book, Ninja Notes, Ninja MCQ. Final question. Brandy writes in, I'm planning to begin testing for the CP exam after the spring semester of 2018. I'm hoping to familiarize myself with the material at a more relaxed pace, so I'd like to start now. Am I permitted to purchase the Ninja materials now and use them through my testing cycle, or is there a time limit? Brandy, I would love to have you as a Ninja customer now. However, I don't think that's what's best for you. Um, you're going to start taking the CPA, start studying for the CPA exam a year from now. If you start staring at CPA review materials for a year, you're going to be so burnt out that so when people start studying for the exam, there's this fresh new feeling like you open up your box of books like, yay, I'm so motivated to study. I got these great new books and I'm going to really do it. <laughs> and then like six months into it, you're like, that is how, that's how you're going to be if you get your materials now and then don't start and then don't study for a year. Like... You're going to be like, really? I have this to look forward to in a year? Great. And by the time, and so when it is time to study, you're going to be like, mm-mm. So um, I would enjoy your life now. There's plenty of misery to be had once you start studying for the CPA exam. Um, you will look back. If you start studying, if you start studying for now, now, you will look back and wish that you hadn't. And because life is so much simpler without the CPA exam in your life, why rush it? So uh, start studying for the CPA exam eight months out from your first exam. So you have your 
shiny new NTS in your hand. Purchase your materials then and start studying. Then start studying then. Plenty of misery to be had in the future. Enjoy life now. Wow, that was a marathon session. I think that was like 35, 36 questions. Whew. So, and only minimal voice cracks or um, <laughs> drinks of water. Not too shabby. All right, that does it for this edition of CPA Reviewed. If you would like to appear on a future edition of the podcast, and I've been doing a much, much better job of responding in a timely fashion. And uh, um, I just get so many emails, it's hard to keep up with them. But I am doing my very best. And I think I'm caught up. So, you can go to another71.com, click in the top of the page, Ask Jeff, or you can go on the forum and ask me a question there, and it will hopefully appear in a future edition of the podcast. Until next time, be good, everyone. Take care, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah, it ain't easy now, but it'll be harder soon. 2017's right around the corner, dude. Don't wait until it's too late. That ain't cool. Listen to my rhymes and you could be a ninja too. This new exam is gonna stress you out, man. That's why I'm here and I'm warning you now, man. It's gonna be more advanced, no doubt. Yeah, so the exam, you better take the thing now, man. Higher order cognitive skills, oh no. The four existing sections got my mind blown. The new blueprints, they make it really scare me. That's why I'm taking my exam, it's 2016. Task-based simulations, they got them planned. Added to the BEC section, oh man. Total test time will increase by two hours. 16 hours, man, it sounds kind of sour. It's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change The way yeah. they test your skill level's gonna be changed And get ready for analysis and evaluation Remembering and understanding and application This 2017 exam is so bad tasting No more CSOs, now they got blueprints Trying to keep things fresh just like a new man But see, I don't want change, I don't wanna do this 2016's all for me, I'm so cool with it And now they got document review Simulation, testing, application, analysis, and evaluation. Increased time allocation, scoring weights, changing. And $20 more to take the test up straight. Hating. It's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah. Go to another71.com and join our CPA exam forum and study groups. It's the largest CPA exam community on the planet.